Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on, folks? Welcome back. Another episode of Believe in Commanders. May not be believing too much right now. I don't know. I don't know what you believe because they've they've been a, a variety, a pack of of one of them jelly beans, jelly bellies, and then mm, you know when you yeah. reach in there and you think you got you know maybe like lemon, and that sucker is buttered popcorn or snot. <laughs> that's about how I'm feeling right now. You didn't got the one that's like trash can or diaper yep. genie, something nasty, right? You thought yep. it was good. Um, and it ends up being a stinker. Commanders lose an ugly one to the Giants, fourteen to seven. I yep. mean, that's that's just that's unacceptable all the way around. We'll we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on. Uh, there is some stuff going on down there in ATL around your way uh, mm-hmm. with the Falcons, and uh, and and there was something that had me up late last night while I was doing the dishes. The hometown. Texas Rangers. Yeah, what's that T? What's that T on my head? If you're watching on YouTube, the Rangers are going to the World Series, folks, and they're awaiting their uh, opponent. They're awaiting their opponent. Either going to be the Diamondbacks or it's going to be the Phillies. So I don't know. But who do you think? Who do you think oh. is going to? Oh, oh. Who do you think Brian DeBell is back? Yeah, I, I I find it hard to believe the Phillies are going to lose two in a row. I don't know when you're listening to this, so you're going to be laughing at us as we talk about it, but. I think it's a great season for the Diamondbacks, but I think the Phillies are just a well-oiled machine. So I think it'll be Philly versus Texas. Although we don't need Philly teams don't need any good things to happen. They they have enough already. So come on, Diamondbacks. Hey, you know, shoot, man, I don't got I don't, I don't care who they play against. I tell you that much. I just need Texas to get two wins at home. Give me two at home because they, they cannot afford to go through an entire. Uh, World Series without winning a game at home, especially because they got home field advantage. But you know what? You can bet about this. Go over there to the good folks over there, Bet Online. Brian, tell them all about Bet Online. That's right, betonline.ag. Use our code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for a 50% welcome bonus. So your first deposit, you get 50% of that right back. So you're almost a 1.5% of your, your, your deposit right there to use for however you'd like. And you can bet on football, you can bet on baseball basketball is back tonight nhl all that good stuff fighting uh esports they even have casino games that you can play so grab your laptop grab your computer grab your uh, smartphone grab your tablet head to betonline.ag that is where the game starts it is where the game starts and if you wanted to know what the line is if you're listening today this is the on tuesday uh the game tonight between the diamondbacks and the phillies uh, it looks like the Phillies are favored. So, hey, your call there. But they do have futures. It'll be futures. You can go uh, mm-hmm. World Series futures. The Rangers are favored. So that'd be nice. nice. That'd be awesome. Matter of fact, this hat is from when the Rangers were in the World Series back in 2011. 
when I was with Washington. So there's a few interviews that if you saw this nice. hat, you're like, that looks like the same one. Same one. Ain't washed it. Love uh, it. Nah. Good luck. <laughs> I don't think you wash hats. But anyways, uh, man, let's keep this thing rocking. Um, down there, we're talking about some betting. And mm -hmm. down there in Atlanta, B. John Robinson didn't play but had maybe like one or two carries mm -hmm. in the game against a division rival, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ended up seeing a post that said DraftKings was giving refunds to bettors who bet on that game. Yeah, I mean, you're in the city. What do you What do you think of that? What What is the What's behind all this? Well, let me. I'll give you a little bit of background. He had a headache, suffered from a headache. It was a pretty bad headache, and then it carried into the next day. And I guess Arthur Smith didn't want to risk putting him out there, but they never put it on the injury report. Right. That's the issue. Right. It was never listed as questionable because he, I think they took away probable now. Uh, because it used to have percentages. Probable essentially meant you're going to play. Now it's questionable, but questionable is essentially 50-50. So they didn't even put Bijan on that uh, injury report. And the NFL is following up with the Falcons about that. So you're in Atlanta, Brian. What Have you heard anything? Has anybody slipped you any information? I haven't heard anything official. I do think it's kind of odd, though. Um, I guess you don't want to tip your hand when one of your best players is not feeling 100%. Um, so you almost... I but guess you, you don't want to cheat now. Yeah, no, you can't cheat. You can't lie. I think that was the biggest issue for 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 everybody. Plus, fantasy players obviously would have liked to have known that Bijan Robinson was not one hundred percent. I mean, point three fantasy points. That was one carry for three yards. That's all he got. And I don't think he got that until the fourth quarter. Like I think he yeah. was out there a couple times, but he didn't touch the football until um, I think that last drive. I was watching the game. So yeah, that was my first question. Was okay. He didn't play was he in trouble? Then you hear the halftime, um, you know, you hear the halftime interview and he's not feeling well. And then I'm like, Ooh, I feel like that should have been on the, the mm -hmm. injury reports. So you got to put something out there. So good for the, for the, the sports books for giving some of that money back because that's brutal. I'm sure that there were some parlays that were absolutely ruined by that, but oh, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, if Arthur Smith or the Falcons as a whole are, are docked find something like that because that feels like something that they did need to disclose and it could have very well like you said it was i don't know about cheating but it's definitely some gamesmanship that it that shouldn't be part of the game yeah i mean you you hear quarter uh, coaches that literally will wait until 90 minutes before the game to announce who's actually starting i mean now that, that, that's the rule that that's happens. when you have to yeah yeah you know that happens and it is a 90 minute cutoff when you find out about who's who's active for the game or not um they didn't even put him on there. And, you know, I, it was, with all that goes on in the league and, you know, there is some questionable activities that happen on the field that you can't even flag, you can't even see. But, damn, man, at least put the guy to say, hey, so-and-so is feeling questionable. Bill Belichick mm -hmm. was the guy who used to basically overuse the injury report. He put everybody as right. questionable. Right. He'd be like, oh, Tom Brady is on the injury report. So then you're like, oh, is Brady yeah. going to play? Tom Bill Brady Belichick. had a, go ahead. Tom Brady had a 20 year shoulder injury, according to the Patriots. Exactly. I mean, he got an ice his shoulder after. Is he hurt? I don't know. He's got. He's got. He's got right. So, Dante Stall were told the story that Bill Belichick would always say whenever they would go over the injury report for the opposing team that they were about to play, he said, "Don't worry, he'll be there." <laughs> Every single player, like, oh, right. yeah, I don't know. Are we gonna face? Don't worry, he'll be there. Like you got to think about it. People are going to be there. They're going to be ready to go. 
Um, and all week you prepare for Bijan Robinson. He's not there. Uh, I'm sure Tampa Bay wasn't upset about it, but uh, everybody else that lost some money, that was something that was probably probably rubbing people the wrong way. It, it almost feels like he got that one carry so that the Falcons could cover their butts, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he was in the game. He, he he just wasn't featured. He wasn't feeling great. So we, but then they can argue that he actually ran the ball in a meaningful drive. They were trying to get down in field yeah. range, so it wasn't a nothing play. So. Yeah, just an interesting scenario, and and you yeah. have to imagine. I mean, we're brought to you by uh, Bet Online. I mean, DraftKings and all these things are are, are part of the NFL. They're part of sports as a yeah. whole, and so that's huge. That's a huge revenue uh, a part of it. So yeah, you can't be making people mad in that regard. So yeah. kudos to the books for giving that money back. But come on, Falcons, you yeah. got to you got to do what's right, even if it doesn't feel good to tip your hat. That is the truth. Do what's right. And you know what's right? What's going on over here at the Believe Network? They've reached a partnership with Reach TV. So cool. You, you can see some of our beautiful faces, some of our different hosts and former players from all uh, of the shows across the networks. There's a new NFL preview series called Game Plan. And it's called The Game Plan. It's with Courtney Fallon. She's usually over there at NFL Network. And I actually caught up with her on a previous episode of the game plan. It was awesome. Had a lot of fun. And this stuff airs in airports and hotels across the nation. I, I looked at the, the, the press release and it's over 500,000 hotels and over uh, 2,500 airports all across North America. Right. Can you imagine you're going to be walking down the street, making your way downtown, walking fast. And somebody's going to be like, Hey, I just saw you. Look at those in faces the that passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, I know you. And you're going to well, be like, you don't know me. Hopefully we can bring a, a smile to your face as you're sitting through TSA or sitting, you know, waiting on your baggage to get there. We can provide you a little entertainment and a little uh, sports news and info. So, yeah, very exciting stuff for Believe and Reach yeah. TV. Very, very cool. Yeah, if you if you see either one of us, make sure you check us out. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, y'all. Hit us up at Believe Commanders. Be that like is my, our Be like page. my dad and get up. Get right up there yeah. and take a photo for us. Yeah, I took a, I took us, I took a selfless for you, son. <laughs> like, oh gosh, dang, Thanks, that's not dad. what it is. But I appreciate it. Yes, I love that we got that connection. So get to see the Believe Network everywhere else. But let's get into it. Here's what we're here for. We already know what it yeah. is. We tried to take up ten minutes because we don't want to talk about it, but it is. Yeah. What it is. But now we got to get to it. The Commanders. Mm -hmm. They lose an ugly one, y'all. An yep. absolutely ugly performance. Um, you say all the way around, but I kind of have a feeling that it was just highlighted uh, because one side of the ball wasn't really doing that much. But essentially, it was an ugly loss. 14 to 7. Uh, not much going on on the offensive side of things. Defense, from all accounts, looks like they played well enough, but yeah. They, it's like I don't know. You try, it's like, it's like you try to knock the defense, but you really shouldn't as much. Yeah, giving up 14 points, you, you can't slouch at that. That'll usually win you a game. Not often does a team win a game scoring only 14 points, but yeah, the defense felt like it gave up too many chunk plays, which it, it, it seems to do at the worst time. So you, you still got to be critical of the defense, despite the fact that overall it looked okay. I mean, Chase Young had a great game, two sacks. Um, some guys made some plays. Deron Payne, you know, got the got the ball back for for Washington late, but it, yeah, I mean, special teams was awful. We're getting a field goal blocked, a twenty seven yard field goal. Those are chip shots. They call yeah. them chip shots for a reason. It just was bad all around, and it's it's getting frustrating, man. It's like every other week we're talking about just another 
bottom of the pit performance. And it, it yeah. seems like that's more often than not. I, I've been thinking about this all week. No team has gone perfect except for the 72 Dolphins. I'm not expecting perfection. I know you're going to lose, and the best teams lose three to four times a year. Even the, the tip top of the league are going to lose three, four times a year. But it feels like Washington is outplayed, outcoached, outmaneuvered, outschemed every one of their losses, man. And that is so frustrating to see a team like the Giants, who I tweeted out, they hate winning. They, they do not like winning football games. And you did it against the Bears, who hadn't won in a calendar year. Mm. And they find a way to beat you. They find a way to scheme open their guys. They find a way to get their playmakers involved. And it's just like the simple stuff that Washington's not doing. And it's and here you are at three and four with a with you're about to play the best team in the league. And you're not feeling good about where you are for this team and where you are for this coaching staff and where you are with these players. And it's it's frustrating, man. Yeah, it, it, I hear it in your voice. I hear it in your voice. Like, I didn't. You, I mean, you, I didn't. I've, I've been trying to push back this episode, man, Like, because it's, it's, we do it every other week. Every yeah. other week we're talking about, did you see what the commanders didn't do? Not did do, because there's not a whole lot that they did do. Did you see what they didn't do? And, yeah. and again, they dropped the ball. A couple weeks ago or a month ago now, they get whooped by the Buffalo Bills. You think they might be turning the corner. And and then all of a sudden, they, they play a great game against Philly. Well, let's back that up. Nope, they get whooped on Thursday night football. Okay, they get a big win in Atlanta. The NFC South leading Falcons, by the way, now. And then you 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 put up a stinker against one of the worst teams in the league. I, I don't understand it, and I things need to change. And, and I don't ever want to call for a guy's job or multiple guys' jobs, but things need to change. It, it's obvious that this... This, as it is right now, this is as far as this team's going to go. They're going to meddle around 500. They're going to do just enough to get out of that top 10 where you can really maybe get a game changer. And it, it's it's been the story of Washington for the better part of, you know, 30 years. I mean, hey, yeah, you summed it up right there. I mean, that's it. That's, that is truly it. I mean, out of all of the games this year, uh, it's been seven different performances. Seven yeah, different yeah, great iterations point, great point. of what this team is. And I don't know what it is. And y'all yep. know me. I am a positive poly. I am putting a positive spin on everything. I said at the best, they get everything to go and they a 10-win team. But what they say is when somebody shows you who they are, then you believe them. That's mm -hmm. what my Maya Angelou said that. And that is holding true right now. You know, right. and the consistent thing is coming into the year, we had two positions on offensive and defensive, two position groups that were circled and week in and week out. Those are the two position groups that get, uh, get, get hit. I mean, giving mm -hmm. up six sacks this week, the team, the Giants ain't had but five coming in. Now. They yep. came in there with five and then they got themselves 110% welcome bonus, 120% welcome <laughs> back bonus uh, with six sacks on the day. Right. All right. And I'm 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 gonna give myself a project and go look at the tape. I want to go look at these plays. I want to see what's happening because I'm not sure is it miscommunication on the people that are blitzing because things that hit I can get deeper into this. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to steal all the time, but there do need to be adjustments. They mm -hmm. really do. Um and, and you're looking at I mean, there's all to put all the spotlight on the big names. And in, in the coaching staff, yeah, start there. Put the start. Put the lights on them. Yeah, and, and you saw Jonathan Allen was frustrated after the game, which I appreciated. But man, at the same time, it's like fix it. Then, like, stop talking. I wish this team. I wish the team would stop talking to the media. Like, take your fines. I know it's part of what you have to do, but stop talking, man. Until you actually fix it, 
stop talking about it. Just, just go, go figure out what it is, whether it's coaching, whether it's scheming, whether it's, Hey, I need to take a game off because I'm playing terrible. I mean, whatever it is, figure it out. Stop talking about it. Uh, yeah. Because you, you know, you think you, you got a big win. You, you have the do your job poster up before the Atlanta game and you did your job and then you back it up. It's like, you're back to square one. It's like, Every other team builds on their momentum. I mean, the Chicago Bears started a guy that uh, didn't even play Division One football, and he got the job done. They won by multiple scores. Like, why can't this team do it? And I'm with you. It's the big names. It's 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 coaching, man. You're out. You're out gunned. You're out manned. You're out zoned. I mean, however you yeah. want to put it, you're out played, out schemed every day of the week. And yeah. Brian Dayball has to be licking his chops, knowing he's got another game against you because it's probably going to be their third win and yeah. probably third win of the uh, of the entire mm-hmm. season. But he has your number. He has Rivera's number. He has Jack Del Rio's number. Eberflus yeah. from Chicago was was probably on his way out if he started zero and five or whatever they were at that point. And, and you let them turn around their season. It just, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to call for a guy's job. And Ron Rivera is an incredible human being. And he got dealt, he's gotten dealt several terrible hands since his time in Washington started at the beginning of 2020. But I think this is as far as he's going to be able to take them, man. I think this is, this is who he is as a coach. I think he's going to keep, I think he's great at keeping the floor from falling out, but I don't think that he raises the ceiling of the team. I don't think that he raises the ceiling of his, his assistant coaches. And and I don't want to see him go. Like, I, I hate that, but like what, this is it. This is what we're going to get. We're going to be battling for seven, eight wins every year that he's in charge. And I, I think that, you can't move forward with him. You know, I don't see this season turning around to something great. I mean, I think they could still get seven, eight wins if everything broke right. But if you're going to cut ties, I'd rather cut ties now and see what you have in Eric B enemy or because I feel like that maybe, you know, in the back of everybody's mind was the kind of succession pattern was bringing Eric B enemy, let him get his feet under him, kind of let him run this, this year unofficially, and then let him take over when Ron steps, you know, steps out of the way. If that's going to be the case, let's start it now and give Eric Bieniemy his his you know early run and and see if he really is the guy. Um, yeah. Because look at the offense; they're not great either. I don't even know if Eric Bieniemy is the guy on top of all of that, but at least see if he's got what it takes to be a head coach. But man, it's tough to call for a guy's job. But I think that I think we've seen the best that Ron Rivera has to offer. Yeah, you're you're right on that. I think there's and a I and. And I don't want to put you in a spot because I know you're a former player and I don't want to put us in the spot of like speculating whether a guy should be gone or not. Sure. I just as a as the fan in me has to say that that like I don't see yeah. I don't see where Ron Rivera led team is going to go much better than they've done here with seven no. or eight wins. No, you're, I mean, you're not you're, you're not. There's nothing wrong with it whenever you're calling a spade a spade. You know what I mean? And and I think that Coach Rivera and and. Frankly, most people in the NFL understand that it's a it is a performance business. It's a high performance business. You get paid to play at a high standard every single mm-hmm. time. And then if you don't win, then you gotta go. Yeah. And right now, like we've seen seven different iterations of this team, and it doesn't seem like things are really improving. And you mm-hmm. mentioned the word you said was momentum. That's what I feel like this offense needs is some sort of momentum, some sort of spark. I can't tell if they're trying to still be like push day one stuff because you've got seven weeks of trying to push day one stuff. That means Mm -hmm. everybody has seven weeks of tape on that. It's time to mix it up. It's just time to go out there and do what it takes to make a play. If it means that you got to call a flea flicker, call a flea flicker. 
If it means double reverse pass, do it. You have to create some sort of swag that's going to get your offense rolling. I already know that you can call plays, but when people understand that they can blitz you at will and you're not going to do anything about it, either A, that the team can't do it or you're just not scheming it up, or the you know or the quarterback didn't get. I, I'm, I, I want to keep putting it on Sam, saying get rid of the ball quicker. Yeah. At least until I go back and look at some tape and say, yeah, you got to get it out of there. But sometimes there's no answers. I remember way back you talk about the greatest show on turf, Mike Mart's led offense. He used to release all five receivers, and they're like, well, the downside is he didn't have any hots and sights. But he's like, well, everything's kind of built in. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very smart to know that. And I'm not knocking Sam's intelligence. The guy's only played eight professional football games. So when you have defensive coordinators who've coached for 30 and 40 years, they know how to disguise and hide and blitz and bluff and make it look like one thing's happening and then send seven people from the left and he's looking right the whole time. They can confuse this young guy. Mm-hmm. So EB, you got to protect him. Yeah. And, and I was thinking earlier too. Brian Robinson and and uh, Chris Rodriguez and a little bit of AG combined for 76 yards. That's not enough. No. I know Martin Mayhew said way in the back, we need to be two to one run to pass. And I and I fought back and I said, your skill is on the outside. You might need to come out and be two to one run to pass. Mm-hmm. Play to that. Right. Set, and make it even easier on your quarterback. Well, well look. We talked about the Falcons a little bit, you know, even without Bajan Robinson, they ran for 156 yards. You know how you hide a, a an okay to not great quarterback in Desmond Ritter? You only let him throw it 25 times and, and you run it to the tune of 150 yards. I thought that's what that, this team was going to do. I kind of thought that's what they did against Arizona. And you're totally right in what you said. Like week one feels like so long ago, and it feels like that game plan was then ripped up and and, and thrown away because then they just started firing the ball all over the place. And that's not what's going to lead to success. And it's most times, unless you've got a really special top-of-the-line talent in like a Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow, you can't expect a quarterback to throw the ball as many times as Sam Howell has done, especially a young quarterback and expect good things. You got to run the ball. You got to mix it up. I mean, put Curtis Samuel back there. If you have to get something manufactured, we saw the screen game work in the past and I feel like they still don't call it regularly enough. And, and yeah, it's frustrating. You know, I don't even think this wasn't even the direction we were trying to go with this show, but Hey, but honestly though, it's like, it's it's what needs to be said and it's, it's it's how it needs to be said. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at these numbers here. This is what I would read. If I was in front of the team and I came out there, I would I would just start out and say 10 penalties for 75 yards, six sacks, one for 15 on third down. Um, you did have four sacks as a defense. Came in as a three-point favor. That those, those are not – you're not going to win much with that. No. Okay? And, and I think we know that. The one thing that – the thing that's upsetting – not upsetting, but it's kind of demoralizing. I'm looking at the upcoming schedule. Philly – New England, Seattle, New York, uh, the Giants, Dallas, Miami, and then a bye week. That bye week is a long and six weeks away. Most of the yeah, go ahead. Other than the one on Sunday, we, and we've already talked about this, which the Eagles are probably going to take over. I think most of those games are away games. I know the next two after the yeah. Eagles are there. Then the Dallas Thanksgiving games on away. So it's yeah. not pretty. It, it it is definitely a daunting stretch coming up. It's a it's a daunting stretch. And whereas why I referenced that bye week is that we I mentioned it way back when the schedule came out. I said that week fourteen is going to be tough. 
Either mm -hmm. A, you're going to maybe you get a last minute push to try to get into the playoffs, or it's just going to suck going through 13 weeks of football. And right now, you're right in the middle of that suck. You're right in the middle of that suck. And one, what I thought about was what Santana Moss told me one time he did, what his team did when they were on offense. They were making a run. It was at some point with Washington. They would watch the tape of the previous game of that opponent and would essentially, you know, just kind of emulate what they saw was working for the other team. So if it meant you had to put in five new plays because these five plays worked against the previous opponent, let's do it over here. Yeah. I think that's the type of thing that you're going to have to do, right? It, it, because it's, you can't continue to try to do your own thing again, again, and again. Yeah. It feels like there's some stubbornness. Like we're going to do it my way. We're going to make it work my way or we're not going to do it at all. And so far you pretty much have not been doing it at all. Uh, yeah, so you're you, just not you, built that way right now. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're right. You got to look for something that you can throw them off. I mean, uh, come out there with three tight ends and, and run it three straight. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but you're right. You got to you got to switch it up um, because as 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 tough as that loss is, the Eagles don't care. And then the next week, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't care. He's having a tough season in himself, but he found a way to get a win against the, one of the best teams. So this this league sleeps for no one. And um they got to figure it out, and they got to figure it out quick. They really do. Um, Philly, Philly's coming into town, and uh, they ain't trying to make nice, right? They ain't trying to make nice. Let me. So the speculation's been going around. Trade deadline is Monday, so that'd be after the the Eagles game. Maybe you beat the Eagles. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me for this team to to beat the Eagles. You know, a, a terrible week, and then you followed up with a big upset. I could totally see that happening, but. Do you see Chase Young or Montez Sweat, who have been the big two names mentioned, do you see either of them on the move before the season's over? Uh, Obviously, before we, next week. We, before the trade deadline? Well, since it's so tight, it makes it a little bit worrisome, but this league is it never sleeps. So I, I do. I do. I, I think that that could be something that kind of wakes some people up and lets mm -hmm. you know, hey, man, th this isn't this isn't guaranteed. Like, you, you know, you, you, we will have to move on from you in order to try to improve this team. Now, you, you can't. You're not going to go out and trade for a, a, somebody on the O-line that's going to fix all your woes. That's not going to happen right now. It's probably going to be for a draft capital and maybe, you know, maybe a player that could fill in on some special teams or something like that. But it's not going to be starter for starter. Yeah. Um, and it just helps you to start to look down the line and prepare down the line a little bit. And I don't know. It, it could be one of those things where you have addition by subtraction, if you will, where you, you let you let somebody go who people thought maybe wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And now everybody kind of stood up a little bit straighter in meetings and say, okay, hold on. They're, they're really trying to do some things over here. So I, I, I could see it happening. Yes. Yeah. I think someone does. Cause I think in the back of their mind, I think we heard or we're reading that they haven't started contract negotiations with either guy, which I don't yeah. think is abnormal. I don't think you're going to do that a whole lot during the season, but I think in the back of their mind, they have one, one of them that they want back. And I think the other will get dealt because I think you got to do something like you said and uh, what, you know, setting up for the future. Yes, but also maybe wake some people up for this season, because as 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 bad as things look right now, believe it or not, you're right there in the playoff picture. And if you can reel off a couple of wins, you never know what can happen. You're absolutely right. Maybe it takes a jolt like this. Maybe it takes mm -hmm. a, a, you know, getting rid of a guy that you feel isn't part of the long term. Yeah, I mean, it, that's never the, my favorite topic to, no, to, no. to get into. Um, like I said, having been on that and, and, and whatnot, but five and a half sacks for Montez Sweat, five sacks for Chase Young. Chase Young ain't but 20, 24. 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's and and crazy. I didn't even realize he was that young. And then yeah. Montez is, is 27 and, and frankly, like kind of maturing into that position still, you know what I mean? So he's been doing it for a little while. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I do That's think that I, I can see, I can see something out. happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Above our pay grade, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you, if a couple more losses happen though, I think you got to give EB a shot to be the guy, whether you fire Ron or not, or he just says, Hey, EB's taking over here. Um, I, I think something's got to change in that regard too, but yep. changes need to happen. Otherwise this season is going to snowball pretty quickly. It, it could definitely get that way. Definitely do that with the way the schedule looks like coming up, but we're going to wrap this episode up right here, folks. So just a quick shout out to our sponsored folks over there at bet online. Right. AG using our code, believe BLEAV, get that 50% welcome bonus. Hey, bet on any of the futures, you know, what you see coming up uh, down the line, going against the, the commanders for or against or any other team, make a parlay out of there. Uh, see what you got. Take a listen to us over there at TuneIn radio, Sirius XM stadium, all your favorite streaming platforms. Maybe you'll see us in your airport and right. take a picture, snap it over there to us on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and the you can see us on YouTube as well at Believe Commanders on all of those platforms. So, Brian, you got anything else for the good folks? Uh, man, let's let's flush this one like Anthony says and move on. But uh, right, we'll 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 do it together. We'll we'll be in it together. Let's do this. <laughs> we'll be all good, man. We got you covered on this matchup coming up with Philly headed into FedEx Field on Sunday. I'm Anthony Armstrong. That's Brian Murphy. Y'all be good. Set the standard. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.